Gone is a podcast about people who have gone missing from the United States and Canada. These people are daughters, sons, sisters, and aunties. They didn't just disappear. Someone, somewhere, knows something. My name is Janelle Feller. And I'm Katie Nordby. These are the stories of Darlita Hurt and Nelda Hardwick. In December of 1986, Darlita K. Hurt had been separated from her husband, Richard Lee Hurt, for about eight months. She lived in an apartment on Kanawaha Terrace in St. Albans, West Virginia. St. Albans is located in the Kanawaha County and has a population of over 11,000. She had filed for divorce in November and they were set to have a court hearing on December 15th. The couple had already agreed on a settlement. They were going to divide the profits from the sale of their home, which was just off Poplar Fork Road and had 24 acres of land. Richard Lee Hurt was a former West Virginia state trooper. He had threatened Darlita previously and she had reported it to the police. Darlita was last seen on December 10th, leaving her son's home and going to her apartment. Two days after her disappearance, her shoes and eyeglasses were found on the outside of the apartment on the lawn. Richard died by suicide in July of 1987. At the time, he was a suspect in the shooting of a state trooper. His horse farm was thoroughly searched, but Darlita's remains were not found. Foul play is suspected in Darlita's disappearance. Darlita K. Hurt was last seen on December 10, 1986. She is a Caucasian female with black hair and blue hazel eyes. She stands between 5'5 and 5'7 and weighs 130 pounds. At the time that she went missing, she was wearing a dark blue wool dress with maroon and blue stripes on the skirt, a wide blue belt, and black three-quarter length coat. She was wearing suntan hose and black high-heeled shoes with silver earrings. She was carrying a gray pocketbook. Darlita has pierced ears, a scar in her nose, and breast implants. If you have any information about the whereabouts of Darlita K. Hurt, contact the St. Albans Police Department at 304 727 2251. So he had threatened her before and she reported it to police. She had, there had been an altercation. Okay. That had been reported that it was so bad that it was all, that it had been uh, reported to the police. So nothing must have happened. No, nothing must have came from that. It doesn't sound like anything did come of okay. that. Okay. Uh, but there was one report on record. And sure. here's the thing is um, if you're married to law enforcement, you don't you don't report. Right. Well, you don't report because because uh, first of all, uh, you may not feel like you're being heard. Yeah. Second of all, uh, you're reporting it to the people that he works with. Yeah. Um, that means all your business is now, yeah, is now out there. Mm -hmm. I think that if you were, if, if, if you were in a, an abusive relationship with somebody who was in law enforcement, um, that's a very worst thing you could do is to report it. Right. right. So you're not going to report it. Yeah. 
it, it would be the very last thing that you do. And so it, at least one time in their relationship, it got that bad that she did report it. And, <clears throat> and then she disappears. Yeah. And then he, so he killed himself after he was a suspect in the shooting of a state trooper. Okay. And I looked to see what I could find on that, and I couldn't find much. This was in 1986 and 1987. Right. So, but I, I really I really wasn't able to find anything on him. Darlita disappeared in December of 86. Yeah. And um, so that meant that because she disappeared, that meant that the property remained in his hands. Right. And um, nothing changed for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this happened where he was a suspect in this shooting of a state trooper. And wasn't he a state trooper? He was. Sure. He was. And that is just... And I think that, you know, I think that this is a challenge. Because... This is a challenge uh, if you're involved with law enforcement. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have a relationship or you're married to somebody in law enforcement, that is the reporting, that is who you would report to if you were. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think that it's really one of the challenges and struggles I think that law enforcement has, mm-hmm. everything that law enforcement has, is that they have to do a job that uh, brings them into the ugliest parts of uh, human existence. And the most personal. And the most personal, yeah. every day, all day. Yeah. Children, uh, elderly, the disabled, all being abused by people who supposedly love them. They have to see that. They have to yeah. be part of that. They put themselves in harm's way all the time. Um, and then, in, and then, in my opinion, they don't always get the kind of mental health support that you would need if you right. were constantly put into that kind of environment. So, um, so that, so that's that's a challenge that law enforcement has. As, as a victim involved, it married to somebody in law enforcement. I think that that just that just makes things doubly difficult yeah. because I would say as a woman. Um, I would say that in our job, we hear all the time. I mean, almost every single woman that comes through here has told us that um, her her partner has said that you know law enforcement isn't going to do anything to me because I'm you know I went to I I play hockey with them I went to school with them I'm you know related to them you know they're not going to believe you um, right. they're not going to believe you uh, they're going to believe me mm-hmm. and. That that and and while that may or may not be true, the point is is that sh- that that he has told her that it's ingrained. It's ingrained yeah. in her. Yeah. And and so, um, I think that if you would if you were married to law enforcement, it would be ingrained in you too. Absolutely. You don't report to law enforcement. Yeah. And then if you don't report to law enforcement, there's who's going to protect you? You're stuck. Yeah, it's scary. It's really scary. And I can see how somebody in that situation might just disappear. Mm-hmm. Might just choose pick to up disappear. and leave. Yeah. However, um, she had children that lived in the area. Yeah. She had they were they were just days away from a settlement. Right. Uh, uh, completion of that. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like the time. It was right before Christmas. 
it just doesn't seem like a time in which somebody would walk away and, you know, leave things like your glasses, your, your, the things that uh, somebody who's dependent on glasses since I was a kid, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go anywhere. I wouldn't, I don't leave the house without my glasses on. And your shoes. And my shoes. Yeah. I, I just don't. I, I, the house started on fire. I'd have to find my glasses before I could leave. Right. So, um, this wasn't, she left, it wasn't her choice. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it is very difficult, um, as somebody who is involved with law enforcement. Who is she supposed to tell? Well, and what's the, what's the outcome of that? You know, the, obviously not saying that if, if you're an officer, there's obviously corruption or anything like that, not to say that, like, mm-hmm. that's not a given, but if, if she disappeared and he's an officer, are they even looking for her? You know, like, is I there would even... I hope so. I would hope so. But or would it just be like, oh, well, you said that she took off, so we're just going to... Well... That must be true, or... And, or, you know, so one of the things that I think... Um, well, and, I, you know, I would say that just because there's, you know, one quote-unquote bad cop, that does not mean that they're all bad cops. Oh, the majority of them aren't. Uh, the I majority mean, of them I would say the majority of them are good... Honest, Absolutely. decent, moral, Absolutely. law-abiding people. But, but I would say that any, any, any career, right. any, there's mm-hmm. going to be five to ten yeah. percent that are um, questionable or right. iffy. He's already, but because of, there's been questionable things yeah. in his, and the fact that he was a suspect in shooting a fellow trooper yeah. is is really talks about. Um, that he might have been one of the, that small percentage of people who was, um, you know, not a upstanding officer. Right, right. But then, and and I would just say that when we know what we know of abusers, is that they say over and over and again to to their victim. Is that she's crazy? She's she's this. She's uh she's that. She's all these things over and over and over and over again. They say it to her, and they probably say it to their coworkers. Oh, absolutely. So, so mm-hmm. that um that that spreading of misinformation, um. I think I think just is just does does a different kind of damage. And I think that it's part of the it's part of the isolation is that if I tell my coworkers and my friends that she's nuts, then when she quote unquote cries wolf, you won't believe it. Because right. I've already I've already right. put this in your mind right. that she's crazy and that this is just she's what she crazy. does. She does this. She's Yeah, you it's know, like damage she... control before the damage even happens. Well and I think that I think that a manipulator would do that. Yeah. Uh, somebody who is trying to control the narrative, mm-hmm. and so, but, and I would also say though that that a, a, we have seen it: a woman who is not in, who is a woman who is in a relationship with somebody who is not in law enforcement, is very hesitant to report to Absolutely. law enforcement. Because I mean, because that's a step; that's a real significant step um, that. Puts her in danger. Yeah. Absolutely puts her in danger. Um, that um, puts her stuff, all the ugly stuff out there, 
even if it's only to one other person, that's hard to do right. when you to to really reveal all that, and um, that takes a lot of strength. Yeah, it does to do that, and I and I think that it it things have to get pretty bad before that happens. Yeah. Um, in fact, oftentimes, reports will come in and they won't be from her. They'll be from a child, a neighbor, uh, you know, something else, and begins to people begin to ask some questions, but it is really difficult for them to go to law enforcement regardless because yeah. it's just opening up your soul <laughs> to somebody else to just see all the ugly stuff that you've been hiding for years. And and it can put her in greater danger. Absolutely. Because if there's not enough to arrest him, then now law enforcement, now he and he or she, it can be abusers, can be female, now that person knows that you went to law enforcement. And you've broken that bond, which is... Right. Which, which, and now you're left to live with them. Like, now you're just right. in... Now, you know, everything's just the way it is still. Well, and I, I would say that There's if no there protection. was... If there was... So let's say that you reported to law enforcement and you filed for a harassment order or an order for protection... Um, you know, there's a it, these things that, that the the threat to the abuser becomes greater. Right. You go to law enforcement; that's a threat to the abuser. Mm-hmm. And that's how they would perceive it, anyway. If you file a, a harassment order against them, that's a, another threat. And and uh, but it's just a piece of paper. Yeah. And I I think that there's that doesn't feel very protective. Right. And especially if you file a harassment order against law enforcement, um, against an officer who who um, didn't follow the rules, and he, I mean, you just you just well, it, you, it becomes and, very. And they have a weapon, and they have a, and they have a weapon, um, and they also have information and access to information that you don't yeah. have. Yeah. Um, so it would be very scary. It would be. And you know this was this was in '86, but these issues are still true the same way that they are. You know, there's still issues that that are are still there, even though we are. Um, you know, it's 30 years down the road. It's still it's still this issue that if so, for example, in an employment situation, if your supervisor is harassing you. Or mistreating you in any way, you always there's always somebody else to go to. Mm-hmm. There's there's somebody else to go to. In this case, for uh, a victim of domestic abuse married to law enforcement, there isn't another place to go. Right, right. Be scary. Yeah, it would be real scary. Nelda Hardwick was 34 years old in 1993. She lived on 18th Street in Lake Charles, Louisiana. She lived there with her live-in boyfriend and four children. Lake Charles is located in southwest Louisiana. Downtown is the Mardi Gras Museum, and the city has several large casinos. On the night of October 14, 1993, Nelda left a note for her live-in boyfriend that she was running to the store and would, would return shortly. She tucked her children into bed before she left. This will be the last time that Nelda was seen. Nelda was a devoted mother and would not have abandoned her children. When she still wasn't home by the next day, her boyfriend reported her missing. She was never seen again. Authorities suspect foul play was involved in her disappearance and classified it as a homicide. There were no tips, no leads, nothing until 2013. 
Her family was notified that there was a Jane Doe that was killed in Hancock County, Mississippi, in 1998. This unidentified woman was killed when she was accidentally struck by, struck by a vehicle on Interstate 10. Based on the photos of the body, her family was sure that this Jane Doe was Nelda. The coroner stated that there was only a one in a thousand chance that was not Nelda. The coroner also speculated that she had been abducted and held for, for years after her 1993 disappearance, then escaped only to be killed on the interstate. What? Yeah. I don't, and there's no other, I, I couldn't find any reason for the coroner to speculate this other than he was so, sh he or she was so sure that this was Nelda, that that could be the only logical explanation as to where she was or something over the oh last. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I don't know. That is not right. Oh, it gets worse. Nelda's family went in front of a judge in 2013 to try to convince her to allow them to exhume Jane Doe's body for DNA testing. Her family said that much of Jane's Doe description matched Nelda. Her brother-in-law testified that both Jane Doe and Nelda didn't have teeth. Nelda had hers removed. Her sister testified that, her, that Nelda had a scar on her right arm from a polio vaccine. Jane Doe also had a scar, but it was on her left arm. They both had scars on, the, on their stomachs, but it seems they were also in different spots. But can I just say that if you were, if you were my sister... Um, I would know that you had a, I would know that you had a scar, but I might not get the right arm. Well, and I think that, I think that that would be difficult to remember because if I'm looking at you, I'm, I'm perceiving it the way that my right, body right, is positioned, right. not what I'm looking right. at. Not at her left or her right. right. And I'm I, looking at you like, oh, this, this is my right arm, so that must be your right arm or right. something. I and I, I think that the scars, though you would, could identify them, that they had a scar, they they, um, they may not be uh, in the right spot. And right. I would say that in, so uh, this was in 2013, um, and it, as far back as 2000, or 1993, she was only 34, so for, I'm not. it didn't say why she had her teeth removed, but she did have a, a full dentures. Right, which it wouldn't have been very common. In 1993. No, and also to be 34. Yeah. Right, that, 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 that both of these people had, had all their teeth removed would have been an unusual thing. Right, right. According to the Charlie Project website, an exhumation was ordered. When they dug up Jane Doe's grave, they found a man <gasps> in the coffin not a woman. What? Yeah. The judge ordered the proceedings stopped, writing, quote, Unfortunately, it appears that the remains at the Jane Doe headstone were not those of Jane Doe. Further, the chief medical examiner advises it is obvious that the location of her grave is unknown. Oh, my goodness. What is going on? Yeah. So, this now leaves two people missing. Nelda Hardwick, and Jane Doe. At the time of this story, I was unable to find any new updates on this case. That's it? That's it. It's messed up. It's messed up. Yeah. And what, to go through the entire process of digging a grave and put the wrong, what is going on? Well, it, and it's clear that the headstone was in the wrong spot. But that's three people. Well, and, and that's three people, right. Who is this man? Right, who is this man? Yeah. Uh... These poor families. It's, it's awful. Yeah. 
Nelda Hardwick was 34 years old in 1993. She will be 62 this year. She is described as Caucasian, 5'3", and 110 pounds. She has dark brown hair and hazel eyes. She was last seen wearing blue jeans and sandals. She has a complete set of dentures. Her left leg is shorter than her right, than her right one, and she limps badly as a result. Nelda may use the alias last names Bailey or Frug. She has numerous surgical scars on her head and body. If you have any information about Nelda Hardwick, please contact the Calisso Parish Sheriff's Office at 800-259-3737. You know what? This makes me suspect the, the medical examiner who gave the, the coroner who stated that there's one in a thousand chance that it was not Nelda. Uh, which is a, to say that it was most likely Nelda. Right. Because he's also the one that laid out there that she had been a captive for years and her uh, had been only to be killed on the interstate. And then she is not found in the grave that had her name on it. I mean, it makes me suspicious of the coroner well, and I, the medical examiner. Yeah. What is going I on? I feel like just the fact that the court, like... The, just the fact that the coroner said that, like, have any speculation of, at all about anything? That's not what you want from the coroner. Well, you're literally just looking at a dead body. Like, how can you, how can, how can you speculate that just that based she on... was abducted and held captive for years? I mean, that is that is that is creating a narrative that isn't there. That that you don't. There's nothing about that body that would have said that. No, unless you, as the coroner, were keeping or the one keeping her captive. Well. And, and why would you even say, why would you even give the family that story? Because it's one thing to have a missing family member. It's a whole other to know to think that she's been held for this many years and then she was killed by a, a vehicle. Like that's horrible. Well, but it is. It's also it also causes suspicion. It just is because yeah. you, as a coroner, as a scientist, yeah. Um, you know. Well, I would say maybe as a scientist that speculation is part of that. But as a coroner, your job is just to state the facts. Right. And that, um, you know, the fact that the coroner apparently didn't do a DNA so of, of, of the body. Apparently not. Because they didn't have the DNA. No. If they would have, they wouldn't have had to try to exhume the body later. Well, so he was just doing it based on the, on, on the, on the, um, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the details that he knew of. Well, and that's what makes this even more weird. So the family isn't notified until 2013 that there's this Jane Doe that was killed in 1998. That this is when the coroner looked at the body in 1998. He had none of this information about Nelda at that time. Mm-hmm. So come 2013, mm-hmm. and they speak to the coroner, apparently, about this body Maybe from 1998 right. that they haven't looked at since right. 1998. And then all of a sudden, the coroner like makes this narrative about it Well, that he's not even in front of. And I would say that it would be <clears throat> only with DNA could you say that this person is... That there's a one in one thousand. This is whatever. That yeah. this is, or is not. Yeah. Nelda Hardwick. But that would require DNA. Yeah. It's just it's so strange. It's just so weird. It how, makes me suspicious yeah. of the coroner. It's just it's it's so upsetting that you know this family was so close to, 
that this family was so close to getting some sort of answers. And there's nothing, nothing since 2013 that I could find about if they found anything, if there's nothing. And there's the, the, the boyfriend wasn't a a suspect in any of this. No, they've never named anybody as a suspect that I could find that they made public anyway, but it's not, no, I didn't say that he was a suspect. Oh, that's a terrible story. I hate it. We ask that you do not reach out to the families or post names of possible suspects on social media. Missing person photos, along with information and articles for these cases, can be found on our website at gone-podcast.com. Okay, so um, I have, there's only 81 of these or something like that, but I'm not going to read them all to you. But um, so I'm going to ask you some questions. Okay. And um, I expect you to answer. All right. Okay. So uh, what is the worst song ever? Oh. Oh. The worst song ever as a mom. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I I didn't go through the baby shark phase because my son is much older than that. Mm-hmm. So I would say that that's pretty close. I can imagine mm-hmm. that that's pretty close, but I can't think of a worse, like the worst song. What would you? Th- what what? Um, there's a tear in my beer. Because <laughs> I'm yes. crying for you, dear. Yes. You've okay. been on my yep. lonely mind. That's a, that's a, yeah. Yep. Now you're all going to have that earworm. Yep. I didn't sing it because I don't want you to catch it. Because well, I would say that's one of them. It's one of them. And as, as I feel like there's a lot of them, but I can't think of like It's because I asked you. Yeah. It's because I asked you. And so they just, it's just like that etch-a-sketch. It just yeah. a little shake and it's all gone. Um, I, I think that though I have one incredible ability, and it is to remember the um, words to most any song that I've ever heard. Sure. Totally useless skill. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's a great skill. Uh, especially if you can't sing a lick. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, and so earworms. Yeah. But that that's one. And, and now just even saying it, I probably. 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 Um, I... <laughs> I want to ask you what is the most boring sport, but I'm, your son plays sports, and yeah. I'm not sure that I want to even kind of go there. Golf. <laughs> that's what I would say. <laughs> Golf. Uh, as, a, as, as, as a participant, or as an observer. Golf. Golf. Yeah. Or cross country. I would say, like, even as a participant. Like. <laughs> Just run very far, very fast. For a very long time. For no reason. <laughs> Not from anything. I mean, let's unleash a leopard or something. Let's let's make this interesting. <laughs> yeah. It would make it a little more interesting. It would. It would. Right, right. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. If you could be a fictional character, character, sorry, if you could be a fictional character, who would it be? Oh. I feel like anybody in the Harry Potter series. <gasps> Hermione, or would you go to? Would you? Would, does it matter the sex uh, of the character? I feel like it doesn't matter. It doesn't I mean, matter. Hermione would be pretty powerful, right? Like. Because she's the smartest. Yeah, 
But I feel like anybody, just to be able to have those abilities oh, and that's good. to live in the Hogwarts castle, right. that would just be fun. That would be. Yeah. Maybe not even a main character. Just like, oh, just there. So you don't have to do anything. Yeah. You just show up. You just up. enjoy it. Sure. <laughs> um, I really, I, I, I mean, I'm older, but I really, I watched the entire series, the movies. I didn't read the books because mm. oh, they're so long. They're so good. <laughs> but I, but I, um, I really enjoyed all those. But I yeah. think that if I, Hmm. You know, it makes me think of the book that you actually uh, that you actually suggested to me, which was one, which was which is um, How to Kill a Mockingbird, mm. and the female character in that, the mm-hmm. daughter, Scout, Scout. That's who I'd want to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brave. Huh. Brave. Brave. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I think that I would want to be that character, but that time in that place was so so very difficult yeah. and unjust and even though and and but but yeah that makes that one just that question and when I first instinct that would be the answer that I would give that's a good one um let me I'm gonna find you a couple more questions here I would agree with the most boring sport that that yeah. would be golf yeah. because I grew up on a farm and and um the idea of running around in the pasture chasing a ball <laughs> kicking a ball into a gopher hole just doesn't sound <laughs> any no. fun at all no. and then paying a bunch of money to that yeah. I'm just not not interested um, what is the most useless word? Mm. Like a, uh, like a fancy word or just like any word? I think, I think the word like is the most useless word and I use it all the time. Not even to describe that I like something. It's just a filler. It's, um, yeah, that you just, it, it's, it comes before, it comes after. Yeah. I think you're right. I think that's a very good what is the most annoying color? Ooh. I don't think you're going to agree with me on this. Oh, no, you're going to... Orange. Oh, my God, that's so wrong! <laughs> I would say orange or yellow, depending on the situation. Depending on the situation. The most annoying. Yeah. As, as orange <laughs> is my most favorite color. I know, I know. I don't wear orange. See, I don't wear orange either. Or yellow. Or yellow. I would but say... But I think that's because of my skin tone. Yes. Not because I, like, dislike the color so much. But no, you do. Well, I don't mind orange, they're but... They're just annoying. I, they're, I would say that they're just... They're bright, and it's hard to match things with orange and yellow. Though, I just want to point out that you have a, a, a painting of poppies on your... And, right. well, poppies are red, red. orange. They're red orange. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say the most annoying color is that... That yellow, that fluorescent yellow mm-hmm. green that is used for uh, jackets, but it's got to be that greener tone. Safety and, yellow. Yeah, safety yellow green. Mm-hmm. And that is, that just, it just pokes me right in the yeah. eyes. And it does exactly what it's supposed to. It is annoying and very, very obvious. Yes. Um, what is, what was your favorite TV show growing up? Mm. Wow. I think... My favorite show, I would say before I was an adult, um, probably like, see there's a like, uh, <laughs> maybe like Full House or like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, 
Those ones that were like funny but relatable, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was three or four likes in that little like, comment there. Yeah. I, I just want to say, I would say that uh, a favorite show that I, <laughs> since I don't know that I'm quite grown up yet, but a favorite show that I would have had as a child would have been Little House in the Prairie mm -hmm. or. Uh, that would have been, I would have say that, I would say that that's what was one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Because it was, I lived on a little house on, on the prairie. prairie. Yeah. And, um, and anyway, so, and I thought Laura Ingalls Wilder in the character on the show uh, was brave and precocious. And, yes. And, um, and I liked that. Um <laughs> What body part, if you could, what body part would you like to remove? Oh. Do you have any extra body parts? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> this damn tail. <laughs> you, can't, you can't accessorize it. Would I like to remove? I don't even know. I can't be using all my parts. I, yeah, right I now. need all of them. I think I do. I don't feel like I have a problem with any of my body parts. But they're, they're fine? Yeah. Like, I think that, like, my hands work fine. My head works okay. Yeah. My legs and feet work fine. I don't know. I kind of feel the same way. Yeah. I, I'm i kind of using all of them right now, and my nose is the least probably useful. But, however, with the hyacinth, the hyacinth, is that, is that hyacinth? That's, that's, spring, that's, that's growing right now in the spring garden, and mm. it's so, yes. so, um, pungent in its smell I'd hate to miss that yeah and my glasses would fall off my face right and I and it would look really weird to just have a flat a space spot. yeah yeah is there any body part that you'd like to add like an extra hand I, I'm asking you I'm I not trying to tell you no I think I'd want to add of... a penis <laughs> Uh, specifically, <laughs> specifically, when you need to go yes. pee outdoors. Yes. But I don't want it That's all the, the only time. time. That's, That's the only time. That's the only time. That's the only time. I just would like, you know, just... Uh, I know. And uh, because that, it's really inconvenient. Yes, it is. And it doesn't matter how many times you've peed outdoors. It, it, it is not... It, it never is, gets easier. It never gets easier. So, I mean, I think that... Yes, that's, yes. I mean, I mean, I think that that, if I had to. Yeah. Um, what is the, let me see. So what do you do in your spare time? Oh, goodness. Now, right now you're, you're uh, work full time and you're, uh, you're, you're a college student, a mom, <laughs> which means you have no spare yeah, time. Spare time. Spare time. Yeah. That's when you, you aren't, don't, aren't obligated to do something else. Yeah. You get to choose. <laughs> She's just looking blankly. <laughs> blankly. I haven't, I really haven't had any of that for a while. Um, I would say that if I had a lot of extra, well, I would say that if I had no other obligations, none whatsoever, I would be painting something or making something or reading something. Yep. I yeah. would have guessed that for you. Yeah. I, 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 I'm a little surprised in the painting, but not. Um, because you're very creative. So you'd be painting something, making something, or um, reading. Yeah. Uh, in my spare time, I like to work. I, I am crafty, and I like to work. I also I like to uh, work with felt. Um, 
I enjoy knitting, and right now I'm making, uh, I'm, I'm sewing, and I, I, but I prefer to hand stitch, so yeah. uh, I would probably be doing one of those things. I like working outside um, because I don't like cleaning the house. That's the only reason I like working outside <laughs> is because it keeps me, I don't, I don't want to clean yeah. the, the house. I don't like that. It's, I, it's not the thing I enjoy the most, and I'd rather run around outside and yeah. mow the lawn. I don't care. I'd rather do that. So uh, for the last question, um, for you, what does a perfect day look like? Oh, goodness. Sleeping in. Not having any obligations. Reading a book on the deck with coffee. I mean, my child in there somewhere, too. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, doing something fun or whatever, right. but just not having any... Any obligations. Nothing to do. I would say that my day would look very similar to that. It would start exactly the same. Mm -hmm. um, it would include a nap. Uh, and maybe having um, a couple of friends over for a fire and a barbecue. But those kinds of friends, those casual friends, I mean, casual in that, in that those really good friends yeah. that... <laughs> you don't have to clean the entire house for them to come through, for, to yep. feel like they can come over. Yeah. Or, you know, those casual friends that are, are, are low maintenance and uh, mm -hmm. comfortable and uh, you don't have to put on any errors or um, right. my mismatched uh, napkins, cloth napkins work just fine. And, I mean, that kind of. Yeah. That, that sounds um, like a perfect day. Yeah, it does. On a Saturday mm -hmm. so that you can, there's no rush there's no pressure, and then a Sunday to recuperate. Yeah. That sounds perfect. Yeah, it does. I really like that idea. Yep. Um, that's, that's, you know, that's all our design, too. We can make that happen any day that we yeah. want to. So yeah. that's all that happens. Those were today. good. Those are good. I have tweets from women that made us laugh. Okay. There's no rhyme or reason to these. Okay. Um, let's see. How dare you drive the speed limit when I'm late to something due to my own poor time management skills? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see I'm in a hurry behind you? <laughs> and it's my fault that I'm late. <laughs> right. <sighs> I, I opened a savings account in 2008 with a $25 deposit. I watched the money grow over the last decade, and though I've been tempted, I've left it alone. Now I have $27.96, enough to retire on. Take note. Oh. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. Drinks a bottle of smart water, <laughs> and now we wait. <laughs> I never. <laughs> and now we wait. And now we wait. <laughs> Accidentally smiled at someone again because I was thinking about food. <laughs> flirting with them because it was that oh it was yeah. a loving a look of loving adoration and it was thinking mm, cinnamon oh roll and now bill from accounting thinks you're, yeah, you're, you're really interested uh, <laughs> i took a side profile pic to see how my nose looked and i don't know what i was expecting to see but i think i just hurt my own feelings <laughs> <laughs> i what a terrible idea 
<laughs> don't do that. I think I hurt my own feelings. <laughs> I understand. Uh, There's some things you don't want to know. No, you really no. don't want to know what you look like from behind. No. No. Or the side. Not really. <laughs> no, Not really. No. Apparently, or maybe even the front. Uh, At least neck up. I'm yeah, fine. Yeah. Maybe some days. <laughs> Women's magazines really convinced me that going from day to night was going to be some big part of my adult life, but so far it has not come up. <laughs> right, you, you, this 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 outfit, like outfit and, and makeup that will that transition. Will, right, this forty-eight hour makeup. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I think my deodorant is like forty-eight uh, hour or something, and and twenty-four hour foundation, and I'm like, oh hell, <laughs> eight. I just eight, need like eight, 12, maybe. Eight, eight and a half hours, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need much more than that. Just while I'm at work. Yeah, if you, if you go to work and then then, then that's it. Yeah. I mean, that, what? Like, what do you mean going what from are you day doing? to night? And also, you know, an outfit that'll go from yeah. from from morning to night. No, it needs to go from, goes, it goes from the house back to the house. Yeah, yeah. It includes pants, usually, usually. And, right. Yeah. <laughs> Me. I am a smart and intelligent woman. Also me. Righty, tighty, lefty, loosey. <laughs> you just didn't know how many times. I mean, you were taught that as a child. Right. And you're still using it. Right. And you make the actual hand motions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some of us have a little trouble with the, with the lefts and the rights. Yeah. <laughs> Really, one of the things that, I mean, if only, if all the things that we needed to know in life, if we had just made singy-songy kind right. of ways, it'd be fine. It would be. Yeah. It would be. It would be acceptable. It's, it, it's, it's the only way I can apparently remember anything. I'm an adult, and I can eat whatever I want, whenever I want. And I wish somebody would take this power away from me. <laughs> it is not going to be good. <laughs> it's not going to be good. And I'm going to do something foolish yes. more than once. Yes. I'm going to give myself a stomachache, because I can't. <laughs> The worst pyramid scheme I've ever been a part of is having kids. I'm one person. I made two people. But so far, I've made no money, and both my new coworkers live in my house. Where is HR? <laughs> yeah, and they and the two people wear the clothing equivalent of four people. Right. And don't do the laundry. No. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. It's a terrible pyramid scheme. <laughs> this is the last one. Aging should be canceled during the pandemic. Honest to God, I didn't count that birthday. What I'm not I going to. I didn't. I didn't. I did not use that year properly. No. I'm not. And I, frankly, I'm not so sure I'm going to count this year's birthday. Right. Because I didn't get all that I deserved. The proper party. I did not get the proper anything. No. And so, I know it will look weird when there's a handwritten with a sharpie on my driver's license. <laughs> you know, minus, <laughs> minus two years. White out. <laughs> also on the weight. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, that's it. Okay. Good job.